You have an ass like no other. So why treat it like everyone else's ass? Your ass needs something special, something personal, something made just for you. Ass Max. We'll configure our patented blend of probiotics to match your unique gut flora so that your ass can make the most of what goes in and maximize what comes out. Let us help you find your best personal ass. Text one of our certified holisticians today. Side effects may include increased energy, faster metabolism, elevated finger dexterity, improved fellatio technique, reduced tan lines, new double joints, perfumed flatulence, thicker hair, extra sensitive nipples, extra nipples, softer pubic hair, whiter teeth, swollenness, and glittery sparkly stool. I'm going to say it. Natchcast 34. I'm going to say it. Soylent Green. God. Courtesy of uh, at J. Hey Atch. I think. I, I think. Yeah. I uh, think. Hey, hey, at J. Hey Atch. What does that mean? How do we pronounce it? How do we pronounce it? How do we be you the way you want us to be you? This has got a lot of stuff. This is hard to open. Thank you for the Soylent, though. Oh. Really hard to open. Oh, wait, it smells pretty good. V- vanilla? Uh, and we owe Jay Hatch some uh, com- kombu java. He's going to have to wait <laughs> yeah. for the next batch because... Uh, yeah, you can give him that whole batch. It's already been dumped. I just dumped all of the liquid and the scobies into the compost. It tasted like fish sauce. Whoa. Are you, ta- are you tasting the future? <laughs> I'm, tasting the- yeah, I'm tasting the future. It smells better than it tastes. I'm still trying to open the future. <laughs> there. It's got a big hint. You get the you get the hint of vanilla, and that's vanilla, right? Yeah, it just smells like kind of like rice milk, vanilla rice milk. But then it's very bland tasting. Oh, I kind of like that. It's not sweet. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. want to say what it's reminding me of. <laughs> I think it's better than I expected. Mm-hmm. It's probably a notch or two up from, uh, didn't you have to, like, they used to send you a powder and you added oil to it? And I've never used this product. Sure. <clears throat> you can live off this product, Josh. Hey, Soylent, we are available for sponsorships. We're not going to say your word and your name in another moment. Yep. I will say I was expecting it to be green. Not. The Carson-Manatech Connection. First story of the week. GOP debate last night up in Boulder. Bombshell. Big bombshell. Ben Carson's illicit connection to a supplement company. In bed with MLM. Multi-level marketing. Let's go to the, let's do the audio. Okay. A little over 10 years ago, I had some very serious health challenges, which made me begin to look at a lot of material. I began to, to look at books. I he sounds so sleepy. Articles. I began to this look at This guy wants to internet. run. He wants to be president? And I kind of concluded that what one put into one's body had a huge influence on the various healing systems Snatchcast 101. that are already in your body. Tyson diet. In terms yeah. of fortifying. Them. Come on. And he must be listening to the podcast. You know, I 
began to recognize that yes, traditional medicine is good, but also that's coming from a uh, brain you know, surgeon, right? At some addition of natural products, you know, making natural. sure that people are well that's what we're all about. making sure that people Except fuck the get word the natural. right amount of exercise, the amount of right amount of sleep, and very importantly, putting the right kinds of nutrition into them uh, to fortify their body and allow them to fight is by far the best way to go. And the thing that really struck me is eat fruits and vegetables. You know, was glycoscience. Oh no, glycoscience. I got it wrong. Glycobiology. Um, and how that could impact, for instance, the immune system. Or this is a very belabored pitch. Come on, Carson. Kind of. You and should check out the, uh, you know, the work that Asmax is doing yeah, yeah, promoting their products. Using, I can't uh, stop kind of products. I, I All right, still use we'll get them out of here. Manatech, um, 10 years later, he's using Manatech's glyconutrition. You know, yeah, but Manatech's been in some trouble, right? I think they all have, yeah. And uh, last night's debate. MLM. Well, yeah, they've, uh, what do we got here? Oh, Securities Exchange Act class action lawsuit. Okay. Texas Pretty standard for the settlement industry. <laughs> ABC investigation. Okay. How about the troubleshooter, Tom Martino? Is he in on this? <laughs> ben, oh, ben Carson endorsement. <clears throat> yep. Wikipedia. From 2004 until early 2014, neurosurgeon and conservative speaker, as Josh calls him, Ben Carlson, made videos and spoke at company events promoting Manatech and endorsing Manatech's products. Well, and at last night's debate, I think it was the CN, CNBC, the moderator. He was unaware of the company's legal history, but he wasn't unaware of the check. He wasn't unaware of the check. I got too close to the mic. Uh, yeah. The moderator called him out. Like, do you want to talk about this? He's like, I, I was not affiliated with them. And he's like, well, but you did speaking engagements for them and they paid you. Well, yeah, but not really that affiliated with them. It's been taking the glycogen. You're on their website for 10 up years. until a week ago. You were on their website, not with not with my permission. I think I read a Gawker article that had something about <laughs> uh, Mr. Carson saying that uh, you could. He, he was thinking about treating his prostate cancer just with Manatech because it made him feel so good. I'm going to not recommend that if he wants to try and it. I am not a doctor. And report back. See, there's two stories here. It seems like there's the general sketchiness of. Of uh, supplements getting people in trouble. Hey, and then, hey, hey now, hey now. But then there's the cla- the, like the weird hey way now. that you can just dodge the truth in real time during a presidential debate. Oh, that's bad. Like, how can you? Because I mean, he va- he basically squirmed out of it by just kind of laughing. Yeah, you got to own up and to deflecting that. every time the moderator asked him. And I think I didn't watch it. I'm just going on what I read. But it sounded like the moderator moderator eventually just kind of gave up. They're just like, okay. And then he said something, and the crowd erupted into <laughs> cheers. So, tale of two cities. The world we're living in. There's a gentleman at the he council. He outwackoed Trump last night. It's hard to do. Council for Responsible Nutrition, the leading. That sounds boring. Council for the dietary supplement industry. A lot of lobbying on Capitol Hill. Their fearless leader, uh, Steve Mister, likes to talk about Tale of Two Cities. You know, it's a good side of the industry and a bad side of the industry, and that's true. There's uh, truth. I believe to that, that was written by Charles Dickens. Well, the book was. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. And. I'm going to, I don't know, Manatech, but I ain't going to throw him in the good side just yet. Well, you're very skeptical. And old Carson cash and checks, that's unlike him. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> I don't think it's unlike a politician to cash suspicious checks, no. Ah, fuck it. Anyway, All whatever. of it. 
Yeah, we're fucked. There's nothing good there. Glyconutrition. I mean, seriously. Is that like glycosamine? It's like nothing. Amy's drives it through. Okay. Amy's drive through new vegetarian fast food restaurant, reviewed by video by World of Vegan. Hmm. I didn't watch that video. Tell me about it. Oh, God. <laughs> Michelle... Mm. Sen? Uh, sane. Sen? Oh, and, you're just and, a fucker. <laughs> no, it must be sane. And T-E-H-N. I could see how that would be sen or sane. Okamoto. Bring you inside the new all-vegetarian fast food restaurant, Amy's Drive-Thru! Exclamation mark! Opened by the founders of Amy's Kitchen in July 2015. The Berliners! Not listed in the copy, but should have. In Northern California, this eatery is not only healthier than the traditional fast food, but much more sustainable, kinder, and even more delicious. Trust us! Plus, Easy everything ass, on the Max. menu can be made vegan! I don't know. You should have watched it, because it showed it showed the the first building. Okay. A lot of uh, something like it runs on love, or I don't know, something like that. Lines out the door. Okay. Drive through, just stacked up with cars. There you go. And they got like everything on the menu and they couldn't have been happier about it. And they were not professional video cast. People? Just iPhones? Let me tell you a story about drive throughs real quick. This is about, uh, geez, we're talking about 15 years ago when I was was almost done. I was working the graveyard shift at a a wire service for Business Wire, sending out uh, little press releases for people in Sweden and crap like that all night, just sitting in there all night. My cohort, my coworker, Sean, was a wonderful, he was a poet, a science fiction author. He was great. Moving he on. was, he was uh, all excited uh, when they opened the very first Krispy Kreme here in Colorado, which it was off of like C470. It was off a major highway. It had just opened. He's like, hey, I'm going to go get us some Krispy Kreme donuts. You know, it was like three in the morning or something obscene. Like it was Wait super are late. Are you in Chicago or are you here? This is here in Denver. Oh, why do I think Chicago? Because you weren't listening. Right. Um, and so at like three in the morning, he left to go get his Krispy Kreme donuts. He was gone for two and a half hours, came back with no donuts <laughs> because the line to get into the drive through the Krispy Kreme was backed up onto the uh, exit ramp of the highway. It was like clogging traffic on the highway at three in the morning Wow! to get Krispy Kreme donuts. So wow. you tell me cars are piling up, you got to put it in perspective. They tried to, Andy... <clears throat> Founder of... I think it's Annie's. No, Andy Berliner. Oh. <clears throat> they were trying to have a, a quiet open. They wanted to open quietly, kick the tires, mm-hmm. dial in on everything, but hey. You know they, what they call that in the industry? They call it a soft opening. Soft launch. I've heard soft opening. Soft opening doesn't sound good. I know, but they continue to use it. Restaurants Better than the hard opening. <laughs> 4X the response. You are all up on that mic. <laughs> I'm trying to get leveled up with you, buddy. <laughs> You're going into the red. 4X response. Huh? People are flocking to Amy's drive through okay? And they got, they got one of everything on the menu. 4X response? 4X. Four times. Right. The response of what? What they were expecting? Yes. Okay. Great bullet point. <sighs> and I was going to ask you what you thought looked good there, but since you haven't seen it. Hey, that vegan burger looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked that the pizza didn't look good. That's an Amy's specialty. Yeah, the pizza just looked like like it had been driven over with a yeah. eighteen wheeler. But I did like, and so did Tony Okamoto, the mac and cheese with broccoli. That looked pretty good. Mm. I'm tired of making Annie's mac and cheese for my kids. They each want a different kind. Annie's. This is Amy's. 
Let's play, uh, let's play Tetric a visit. Feds investigate alleged conspiracy against vegan mayonnaise. Claire Groden, Fortune. The United States Department of Agriculture is investigating the American Egg Board. Love them. A checkoff organization that advocates for the egg industry in the wake of allegations that it waged a campaign against egg-free mayo company Hampton Creek. I don't understand what the egg board has to do with the theater of Anton Chekhov. Could you go back to that part? A Chekhov organization? Unbelievable. Yeah, good joke, Josh. I'm, like, I'm still confused. Uh, it's a movement. Did you read this one? I did. I did. I read all these last this night. This one was so short. I know. It was it was brutal. They were fucking this. They were being dicks. The egg board. They've opened and an they official... got busted. They were like saying like, they basically said we should pay someone to beat the shit out of him. That's, we've resurf- it, it was a moment. <clears throat> we got to resurface this classic quote from the executive vice president of the board jokingly offering to, quote, contact some of my old buddies in Brooklyn to pay Mr. Tetrick a visit. I like that there are these heavies in the world of eggs, though. Brooklyn. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't associate Brooklyn <laughs> with ass beatings anymore. <laughs> no. Brooklyn? Maybe some mustache waxing. Exactly. Yeah, you're going to want to go to, I, I guess, uh, Hoboken? That some, uh, some kombucha that got pulled too quick. Yeah. Well, it's a movement. Yep. They're opening an official investigation, and the egg board lady quit and has been disgraced. Yeah. Shame on you, egg fuckers. Come on. Swiggy wins. Swiggy. The UX of three of India's hottest food delivery startups. Which we talked about last week. By Karen Moak. Well, we sort of did. Yeah, we did. We talked yeah. about Gurgaon. No, I know. This, this was, uh, it was a food tech vindaloo. <laughs> Love that audio cue. Um, it's been a big year for food delivery startups in India. 31 startups have raised one, mm, excuse me, 161.5 million in investment capital in what has been called a $6 billion market, but the space is fiercely competitive, so who will survive? I put three food delivery apps, Tiny Owl, Swiggy, and Zomato Order. Through a usability test based on three user scenarios. Yeah, this article sucks though because it doesn't give you any of the test data or what the scenarios were. He just was like, he, you have to trust his uh, word that he did this usability testing, and then he's like, man, this one won. Swiggy, Swiggy won. So now you got to remember Gurgaon. Business you standard. You know, Swiggy. okay, this is great. Swiggy. This is great. So business standard. I have this uh, this article open on my phone now. They're trying to get me to download that is their. Great. No. Would you fucking let me finish? They're trying to get me to download their app, and their little icon is just a big BS, <laughs> which is what this article is. I mean, maybe there was, I mean, if you did the usability test, wouldn't you at least link to it or share that yeah, information? There's some, there's some bad uh, screenshots on there. Yeah, this, this fucking. Pfft. So, food tech. Wouldn't pass muster in UX Magazine, I'm telling you that right now. They're all about food delivery. The, the food tech thing they keep talking about is delivery. Yeah. Which really doesn't have much to do with it. That could be still, that kind still, of tech is just delivery. Is the is the it's the redheaded stepchild of food tech. Food is what we want, fast and first. No offense to all redheads. Yeah, I think you just pissed off Tyler Wells. No, not Tyler. He doesn't like that. My little, my little. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say my little ginger friend, but that's not Jeez. gonna go for well either. Women is that offensive? are the gingers of the world. I don't understand. Is if you call someone with red hair ginger, is that offensive to them? Uh, I mean, it has. <laughs> I prefer if the Soylent didn't answer that has question. All, has all the same letters as the uh, notorious N word. 
That's not. That's nothing to do with anything. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's potency packed in that combination of letters, no matter how they're arranged. Play to the union. Oh, Mark, you have outdone yourself on that segment headline. Play to the union. Well, it's part of the thing. Oh, no, I thought you came up with that. <laughs> no. Pathetic. Top five food problems Americans want the next president to fix. Civil Eats. Twilight Greenaway with Steve Holt. Steve Holt! Yeah, that's right. Steve Holt. <laughs> oh, it's good to know he's still me got last work. Night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's co-authoring. Yeah. It's like, I'll just bring Steve Holt in on this one. Steve Holt! Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't love this article. Oh, not good either. It was a stale information. I mean, it's, it's good, right? Maybe people are going to be voting so, more based on food issues and it no, runs no. down the list of things that people are looking for in a new right. administration. What do you mean, no, no? Hold on, hot stuff. Launched today, the Plate of the Union campaign could make both the Democratic and Republic, Republican candidates begin to change their tune like they're not paying attention to food. This is the first coordinated effort among food and agriculture groups to try to influence the candidates running for president. Okay. Whoop-de-freaking-do. Good luck. Mm -hmm. Union of Concerned Scientists is involved, which means Bittman is involved, yeah. which means they are still concerned. <laughs> They're always concerned. Top five, but this- They I, must have ter terrible, like, uh, forehead lines, because their brows must always be furrowed. Wrinkles. And they're hunched over, just working in furrowed brows because they're so concerned. These were the top five. Uh, Someone should get a, like, hire an esthetician. <laughs> top five. For the concerned scientists. And give them some soylent. Maybe just a facial massage. Some masks. A spa day. They've earned it. Let's show them that we're, we're concerned, too, about their well-being, because they're so concerned for us. Hey, guess what? Point well, one. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's back! <laughs> All Americans don't have equal access to healthy, affordable food. Yeah, problem. That's a good one. I don't know if that's a problem that all voters are going to care about, unless they're feeling the pinch on that. Not the, not the one percenters. Who no. are actually deciding the election, so. The one person, yeah. They don't give a fuck. Children are especially at risk. Yeah, maybe poor kids. <laughs> you know, they don't give a shit about. No, that's not true. All kids are at risk now. There's just too much shitty junk food everywhere. People are told to eat fruits and vegetables while the government subsidizes processed food ingredients. That's the big one for me. Bam, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. That's the most potent one. <clears throat> that's wasted money. That's earmarks that you need to start trimming away. That's pork fat. That's, a, that's classic Washington, D.C. pork fat belly. Earmarked fat bellies. Keep going. Uh, many of the people who grow, cook, and sell our food have it the worst. That's true. Low-paying jobs. They can't afford to feed themselves right, which is just the worst kind of irony. And they're out there in the field, uber-exposed to pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, Insecticides. And most of today's farming is hurting the environment. So there you go. There's your asides. Aside, your asides asides. <clears throat> Nothing earth-shattering earth there. No. I mean, it's good. Good. And anything, anything that raises awareness of these important points is good. Can you hear my uh, sore throat? Mark, I'm trying to stay focused. You and your fucking... Every little thing that runs what? through your head, huh? Whoa. We just have to go off on a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> Well, here's the new, here's the bomb blast of the week. This was all over the BBC Talk World News, too. Meat cancer. Yeah. Bad day for bacon. Processed meats cause cancer. Who says? The World Health Organization. Article by Allison Aubrey. 
Pro, or at least that name's familiar. I think I hear her saying that name on NPR, which is where this article you do. She's is on from. Air. She's on air. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Who has determined, or they, they've deemed that processed meats such as bacon, sausages, and hot dogs cause cancer. In addition... <laughs> I covered the mic. You couldn't hear that. In addition, <clears throat> the who says red meats, including <laughs> beef, pork, veal, and lamb... <laughs> That's what I hadn't thought of until you... Are probably carcinogenic. Thought of what? <laughs> the who... Says red meats include this. This this conclusion. Red meats. This conclusion made by Roger Daltrey himself, including beef. A little bit of help from Pete Townsend. But that's they used a Ouija board. Guys. No, got in contact with Entwhistle. Uh, anyway, the this puts uh, processed meats in the same category of cancer risk as tobacco, smoking, and asbestos. Ouch. Misleading a little bit. Not as dangerous as them, but in the same category. Yeah, you'd have to eat a lot of meat. Yeah, I'm sure some meat people were pissed about this and some vegans were happy. That's right. Because you can kind of take this, uh, you can take this study and you can spin it either way. Nah. You can spin it a little more heavily for no, the vegans. I think it's a bigger deal than that to actually come out and say it. Yeah, but the meat people are like, well, I mean, if you're eating all, all they're day, saying, every day, all they're, all blah, they're, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's sort of a scientific impetus to further the trend away from meat. Yeah, there's a problem for already, uh, what? Is Paleo in trouble again? Uh, Sorry, were you talking? God. Yeah, I was talking. I was about something. Drink some Soylent. You go. I drank my Soylent. I'm ready. Aloe vera is toxic if you don't treat it right. But what I, what I, I think you're right. You could take this study the wrong way if you start to sort of try to pinpoint triggers for cancer. Cancer's a system. Cancer's oh, not one thing. I when you were going to get to that. Yeah. Cancer's <laughs> a system. That's Mark's soundbite of the week. Cancer's a system. You got to fire things up and down. You got to get in balance. You also got to know your own aspects because you got to be your own babe. You got to know your what works for your own body. And unfortunately, this is one of those things that's impossible to know if you have the kind of ass that's going to uh, give you colorectal cancer if agitated with red meat. I think you're going to. The study also mentioned though that it's a very rare form of cancer that uh, red meat would stir up too. So. Hey, I'm no. just saying. You're shaking no, your head. I'm sitting across from the guy who two nights ago had a hamburger. I'm sitting across from the guy who two nights ago had a hamburger. Well, I know we both did. But I, I was like, what, you're oh. eating red meat again? You're like, man, I'm eating everything. <laughs> so anyway, we need to double up on the aspects. Deal because as we have in another article from Tamar Haspel mm-hmm. about the decline of the red meat industry in one chart... People have been moving away from the, the old beef, yep. the red, going toward the white. Yep, but the, but pork, Ch- pork. Chicken's doubled. Pork, is pork red or white? Jury's well, still out. They called it the other white meat to piggyback on chicken, but it's just as bad as red. Okay. Bacon? We just talked about bacon. Well, just because they put bacon in the headline, that's fucking link bait right there. Bacon, bad? Click, 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 click. Well, it's a meat. Well, I know. The who study... I don't think of the bacon as a heavily album. processed meat. I mean, a sausage is a more labor-intensive process, right? I guess you cure the bacon. Who the fuck knows? Tommy, <clears throat> quadrophenia. Bacon. Meat cancer. Meat cancer. It's the third rock opera coming from the who. All right. Uh, beef consumption so I think peaked a big in deal. the mid-1970s, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, while chicken consumption has doubled since that time. Right. But the trend started. Oh, you didn't put this in there, but check this out. It's still in my brain from last night. 
in the 50s when some fancy doctors started uh, advocating for the Mediterranean diet, mm-hmm. which was way less red meat. I think we got less meat. How many different ways can we get to the same answer? Environmentally? Hmm. Less meat. Plant magic? Less meat. Yep. So how do you want your burger, Mark? <laughs> I want it plant-based. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. Every once in a while, though. Come on. This is another big blow to meat. <laughs> Emerging health concerns could cast shadow on protein, but for now, ingredient shines. This is our third part inside the Meat Cancer <laughs> Trilogy. Yeah. I'm going deep on meat. And this is another Food Navigator article, Elizabeth Crawford, where I couldn't grab the quote, so I had to take a screenshot. God damn it. I can't really read it on this. <clears throat> Here's the quote. The super core set of health and wellness consumers are starting to wonder if the high amount of protein that people are eating could be detrimental to the functioning of their bodies and in particular their kidneys. Yep. Laurie Demerit. CEO of the Hartman Group, told Food Navigator USA. She was quick to point out, however, that these early rumblings have nothing to do with science necessarily, but rather are totally based on what we have heard from those very engaged health and wellness consumers. Sounds like a gradual shift, a slight turn away from protein. Protein's still going to be big for a while. It's the first I've heard of anything negative about protein. I've, I'd heard before that it's too much of it can strain your kidneys. But, I, you know, I've been in the game a little longer than you, so. All the macronutrients have been disparaged. It was just not, protein's turn. Not protein. Protein's on the chopping block. They got them on the chop. You're exactly right. That's yeah. the story of natural, the story of food. Someone literally probably said, like, you know, fuck protein. <laughs> Let's go after protein. But, it, but so it's this super educated, motivated consumer segment. Yep. They call them the super core. That's where it always starts. And where it always should end is balance. But it doesn't. What? Super core? Well, it moves from there to... Uh, uh, mainstream? I was going to say you, yeah. <laughs> it goes through the Tyson filter and then hits the mainstream? <laughs> it's the mainstream. <laughs> pa- yeah, balance. You can't overhype something. Protein's been so hyped. It's too much. Hey, and speaking of we'll plant-based insanity. Place, and we'll bring the plants in and make the proteins. Yeah, we'll make plant-based fake shark fins. I don't know if they're plant-based. They're lab-based. Oh, all right. Well, uh, food science company, New Wave Foods. Our first product is SmartFin. Isn't New Wave Foods, don't they make soy milk? <laughs> Different one. That's White Wave. This is a New Wave. And this was a... And uh, they're, they're, they're rolling out. They're... <laughs> Their flagship product is SmartFin, a healthier, delicious, and more sustainable option to SharkFin. So, talking, I, uh, yeah, go. I hadn't heard of this. I found it uh, on the social stream at Escabona. Just happened in Austin, Texas. New Hope event, new yeah. event, Butler Brothers involved. Yep. This was pretty cool. I hadn't heard of it. It's yeah. a little specialized, right? St. your right? daddy's New Hope event. This is your, well, this is your New Hope event. It's your little sister's. Yeah, for, for the youngins. So this is an indie bio company. That's the first thing we should convey. Okay. Because they're also in Clara Foods, which is making an egg white without any animal involvement. Oh. Nice. I'm, I'm excited for that. What was that? That was my shoulder cracking. God. <clears throat> but it makes me think, 
shark fin. Like, if somebody were to offer me shark fin in America, I would go, oh, no, 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 that's not sustainable. I've heard terrible things about shark fin. Sustainable is the least of the problems. It's like barbaric and brutal and fucked up. That's what I meant. (laughs) Those assholes like cut the fins off of sharks and then throw them finless and still alive back into the ocean so that they can just drown at the bottom of the fucking sea. So I'm wondering if, what's the market for fake fin? What do, what do we call it? Sin, I'm going to call it sin fin. Well, it's like a delicacy. They serve it at oh, weddings no, and they things. They call it smart fin. Well, it, I know what the market is in China, which is probably a big market. Yeah, I don't I but didn't I wonder get the sense they're also, trying to market this here. Well, I mean, maybe the Asian populations here. They're like two weeks old, here. but you don't know what they're trying to do. Well, if they're a smart company, I don't think they're trying to go big on, sh- on fucking alt- <laughs> what I'm fake saying, shark fins here in you, San Fran. Everyone in- listen. This is me listening. Fucking talk. <laughs> what I'm suggesting is that maybe it opens the door wider in the U.S. market. You might like to dabble with shark fin if you didn't think it was barbaric or... You know what? I don't think people are going to get over that association just because it's fake. They're going to be like, how weird. Hope it works over there. Shark fin soup or shark's fin soup is a traditional soup or stewed item of Chinese cuisine served at special occasions such as weddings and banquets. You're so smart. Or as a luxury item in Chinese culture. Blah, 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 blah. I've watched lots of shark documentaries with my kids, all right? International concerns over the sustainability and welfare of sharks have impacted consumption and availability of the soup. Well, bring it, new wave. Wearing your Hampton Creek t-shirt, by the way. And you want to know if this is going to end up on the Tyson diet? That's probably a no. But yeah, oh yeah, of course. And that's the thing, too. It's... This is one of those products that trying to... Why would you want the uh, sexual potency, skin quality, increased chi? Well, that's the thing, man. Prevents the power heart of disease, shark fin. lowers cholesterol. Come on, it's like a magic ingredient. I know, but it has a, like a... It's not proven. It's like, a, well, right, but it's because it's linked to the mythology of the shark. It's like this powerful animal. You're taking some of its power. Getting it out of some weird no-wave box or new wave. What the fuck's it called? New wave? <laughs> it's called new wave. Why would you name your company after a? Why would you, why would you name music? your company No Wave? <laughs> no Wave was also a, a little mini music epoch. Yeah, in the late nineties, maybe I don't fucking know when No Wave had. No, that was more recent. Don't give a shit. Um, Not anyway, this is just zero a, fucks given. Yeah, this is just a ridiculous product. Ooh, ouch! I'm All s- right. Well, or, or so, I'm sorry. Let me. I take that back. It's not a flat out ridiculous product. It's a ridiculous product to launch on, I think. What about the Chinese market? Well, I think the whole point is like it's because it came from a shark. It's imbued with so all this m- these saying, mystical properties. It's like just is all of the health attributes are shit. Well, bullshit. Who knows? They're probably bullshit. They probably are. Who the fuck knows? Because it's not even what you put it in the soup. It's just all the other stuff in the soup. That By the time you get the shark fin in your bowl, you're probably not getting much out of it. But if all you're out in the open gone. ocean and you fucking slice off a shark fin and just eat it right there. Like, remember that scene in Dances? Then you're, then you're fucking Ernest Hemingway. Remember that scene in Dances with Wolves when, like, he no, he don't. kills his first buffalo with Tatanka. his gun? Yeah, Chimani Tatanka Owachi. He, he kills his buffalo and then... Why are you doing a jerk-off thing? <clears throat> I'm not. I was... I don't know what I was doing, but then... You know, the, the really aggressive warrior who paints half his face black comes over and he cuts out part of the fucking bison's liver yep. and like takes a big bite of it and then hands it to John Dunbar. Organ meat, man. That's the, what you go for in the wild. But I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised if eating that like fresh 
like still practically alive piece of organ meat would imbue some sort of mystical power. Not even mystical, just some sort of essence. power related to essence and energy. So I'm sure you could get that if you ate super fresh shark fin, but I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> it sounds like you would, you son of a bitch. Well, no, I'm so, fuck man. If I ate your liver right now, I'd probably get some of your power. Hey, hey, hey. Doesn't mean I'm going to fucking do it. You row out the boat. I don't, I don't have any fava beans. No Chianti. Fin a shark. No, I'm not going to do any of that shit. My point is, ten men. you can't just say that that shit's you completely of full bitch. of crap, that the perceived yeah, I can. benefits are total shit. Eh. Because science... Placebo, dude. If you, were, if you went out there and wrote, did all that rowing and wrestled the shark and found a way to defin it and then ate it, <clears throat> you would just assume that you were an uber, uber, uber... <laughs> You live in a sad two-dimensional I just, I just world. Had a stroke. Uber human. Yeah, yeah. Has nothing. You could. You could. Could be a baguette. Been floating in the ocean for three weeks, and you grabbed it and ate it. Nope. Oh my god, the cheese. Mc- soggy but amazing. <sighs> McDonald's strikes back. Yeah. Defying critics, McDonald's shares shut you down. Hit an all-time high. No, that's because it was getting boring. I'm thinking of the people, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> This is uh, by Tom Philpot, pro, Mother Jones. After digesting the burger giant's latest quarterly report, investors bid McDonald's shares up to an all-time high this week. What gives? Yeah. McDonald's attributes its (laughs) rising shares to the new (laughs) premium buttermilk crispy chicken deluxe sandwich. Yep. And it switched from margarine to butter on its Egg McMuffins, but others say it has more to do with international sales. Yeah, probably more likely. They do talk about China, Australia, UK, Canada. The comp store sales, stores that have been open for a while, pretty good over there. They're off the charts in China. They used they were flat to negative in the US and they finally got up positive. And they they are not kidding. They think it's I don't know what the premium buttermilk crispy chicken is, but they oh, you haven't from, had one of those yet, man? No. They went mm. from, they went from buttermilk, they went they went from margarine to egg and no, they went from margarine to butter. God damn it. Yes, in they went from sandwich. margarine to butter and doubled uh, <clears throat> egg McMuffin sales. And as Nicola Twiley points out. Overnight. Twilly. Twilly. At Nicola Twilly on Twitter. A shift to butter means McDonald's will increase its dairy use by an amount equal to last year's domestic butter exports. A lot of shit and a lot of, lot of butter. A lot of butter. So a lot more strain on the environment, perhaps. I don't know. Eh, margarine's probably not... Good kind for, of messy to make too, huh? Good for the dairy industry. Yeah. Probably the conventional dairy industry. So it means more animals in tight, big dairies. spaces. Big dairies doing cartwheels. More pus. Good for pus. Big eggs. Big egg is just pissing in its own face. God, it's getting... They need McDonald's to come to the rescue, which they can do at their all-time high. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're standing by eggs. We got two stocks now to put into the Natch portfolio. McDonald's. McDonald's is one. A new wave. <laughs> They're going to real food. They're shifting to real food. Margarine to butter. We can get behind that. <laughs> That's a huge shift. And um, and Monsanto when they went away from the old GMOs to the oh, big, the big data. data. Big data. Yeah, I think it's pronounced data. I no, it's not. Why? Do yeah, you think it that? fucking is. D- data. D- big data. Why? Why not? I looked it up once. I think data is how they pronounce it in the UK. Here in the US, it's data. I. I, I'm week Not to week, I don't know where I am. So. Matter. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. 
You go out there and finish shark. I'm going to fucking eat your goddamn <laughs> liver if you talk to me like that again. Good I'm gonna, episode. I'm going to steal your strength. <laughs> you can't, because I know what's real and what's not. You won't when you're... Don't swap out that soggy baguette. <laughs> <laughs> Mark! Hey, kids. Mark here. I'm bringing you a Gilded Insider moment. As I walk the streets of uh, Park Hill, Denver, Colorado, Saturday morning, daughter's at ballet. Rambak maing. So cute. It's next to a church. I'm walking by this church. Here's this outdoor statuary of a virgin with two kids. Okay. Got me thinking about natural food. Natural food. Hey, we won. It's playing itself out. Good things are happening. Net-net, it's a guaranteed win. Step forward, positive Hooray for all the wonderful people out there that made this happen. Decades of fighting and scabbering for fair purchase on our grocery store shelves. But something happened in that process, right? We got all scared. So scared. Fear of the unknown. Fear of the unnatural. Fear of science and labs and look I ain't no fan of GMOs because I ain't no fan of Monsanto that is hard to like but I'm coming around because I know there are other ways and you diminish the fear you open up to that kind of stuff who says food's got to be one way you think this virgin and her two kids had it good let's go back there let's go back to Eden And what came after. Plague people. Huh? Barbarians. Really bad stuff from history, right? Hmm. Hindsight 2020. It wasn't that great back then. Think about it. We're hardwired to complain about this shit. Food could be any number of things, and I am okay with that. Because I see CRISPR coming. I see personalized medicine and nutrition coming. I see ooh, synthetically modified organisms and terraforming coming. Mm, you know, some are better than others. But bring them all on. Because natural's not the end. There's no end. There's no end. Wrap your little head around that. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm going to go get a donut and have some more coffee.
Snatchcast 34. Um, these intros are basically just a canvas for me doing impressions from now on. Outros. These outros. Intros are something else. So, so this one, this is Michael Caine as a Gungan, which uh, if, you, if you've suffered through Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace, you'll know that Jar Jar Binks is a Gungan. That's a... Hosa, are you, sir? Is some people gonna die, sir? I will not bury another member of the Binks family. Thank you.